I mean, we we talk a, a lot, obviously, uh, about, you know, risk of volatility and diversification and asset allocation interest rates. But we also spend a tremendous time addressing a lot of the other issues that surround retirement. From Rain Associates Studio, this is Unsuitable, a management and financial services podcast for entrepreneurs, tenured business leaders, and others who are ready to look beyond the suit and tie culture for meaningful, measurable results. I'm Doug Hauser. On this weekly podcast, thought leaders and business professionals break down complicated and mundane topics and give you the tips and insight you actually need to grow as a leader while helping your organization to grow and thrive. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss future episodes. And if you want access to even more information, show notes, and exclusive content, visit our website at www.raycpa.com slash podcast and sign up for updates. Today, Chris Hensel, Principal and Investment Partners, is here to share insight on how you can calm your financial anxiety about retirement. Welcome to Unsuitable, Chris. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate uh, you having me on. Absolutely. It's always a great to, uh, topic to to discuss, uh, particularly at, at this time. I mean, uh, I know uh, this episode is is recorded and, and going to air here, you know, just prior to the election, I think the week before. So a lot, a lot of unknowns and there's so many things that we can't control, right? Such as the political environment. No uh, um, so let's, let's talk about to our, our folks in the audience about what they can control and, and what they should be thinking about. Let's, let's start there. What are, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, the, the, the thing that most people can control um, is, First of all, the relationships that they that they have with advisors, and um, you know, I'm I'm really referring to all types of advisors, not just investment advisors, but uh, CPAs, attorneys. Those people do what they do depending on their specialty, but they also, especially in a year like 2020, they also can provide some advice and some a bridge to to you know less stress when that is needed. And, you know, if you don't have those kinds of relationships and you're doing it all on your own, sometimes it's difficult, especially in a year like 2020. Yeah. As, as we said, I think, I think that's something that's very important beyond just the, 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 the investment advice itself, right? It's just, it's having that expert to talk to, to just kind of talk through things and, and all of that. Do you find yourself doing a lot of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, the nice thing about, uh, you know, building those kinds of relationships, oftentimes what, what happens is you begin to build relationships across advisors, um, where advisors have relationships with your other advisors. And that makes it very convenient because, you know, there's interaction among your advisors as well. That kind of uh, interaction can can only be beneficial to uh, to a client. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I I know you you probably deal with people at all different age ranges and and uh, and, and those kinds of things. But you know, given the the current environment, what what are the what are the key age ranges for you for somebody to really get involved with 
an investment advisor. And by that, I mean, not just have one, but I mean, really sit down and go through and develop a plan and all of that. You know, we definitely uh, work with people of all ages, as, as you just mentioned. And, uh, you know, we, we do our best to uh, provide investment advice and, and uh, to provide a good approach to those people based upon the needs that they have. But, uh, uh, you know, most of us are really being um, getting serious with people when they are uh, approaching retirement or either in retirement because they're taking their their life savings and uh, no matter how they accumulate that that uh, that wealth they're taking that wealth and all of a sudden transitioning from accumulation to decumulation or really to to providing uh, a reliable stream of income uh, that they can they can take into their retirement and that that type of planning um, and all the things that surround that really need to be done uh, well in advance of retirement because there's a lot of things that uh, need to be discussed and, and talked about, not just financial either, um, you know, talking a little bit about, you know, what their retirement might look like, uh, how they might spend their time. I and mean, we, we talk about things that are, that are, that are beyond money. really, yeah. And, uh, and I think that, uh, Again, those kinds of discussions, uh, you know, help tremendously as people approach retirement. I think that's uh, that's so important too. I know I've I've dealt with clients that have many of whom have uh, sold their business, um, and the ones where they they seem to have been least successful were where they walked away cold turkey. You know, and and it wasn't the financial part as you mentioned. It was you know, their whole life was wrapped up in that business, their friends, their connections. So, so I'm sure you've seen that too. And, and you try to help. Uh, so, uh, creating a plan to produce uh, reliable income streams is, is very challenging in today's low interest rate environment. And uh, a lot of people are, are stretching for yield in mm-hmm. things that take on a lot more risk than they understand. And so, you know, we need to be able to, 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 talk through that and to understand that uh, sometimes uh, stretching for yield seems like a good idea, but, but it, uh, it might not in the end be the best, best avenue. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. I know um, I was in uh, corporate banking back when the financial crisis hit, you know, eight, nine, 10 timeframe. And here we are, whatever, 12 years on and rates are still essentially zero. I mean, who to thunk it, right. But it, it, to your point, it creates it, it's created a, a lot of different issues because you can't get essentially return on cash that that protects that that principle at this point in time. So to your, your earlier point, we see that we see people chasing alternative investments and, and doing things like that. I mean, so do you do you help people you know walk through those discussions as well when they bring some of those ideas to the table? We definitely do. And sometimes, uh, you know, the, the sacrifices that you may not be able to, to achieve, you know, a yield level that you're looking for, but um, you need to do that, you know, in, a, in, a, in an environment from an investment standpoint that makes sense moving, you know, down the road. Yeah. So say I'm, uh, you know, an, an owner, owner of a business. We, we have lots of clients, obviously, that that are in this situation and, and I've got maybe a five-year time horizon. I'm thinking, okay, you know, another four or five years, I'm going to, I'm going to try to, to get out. And they've got a plan already in place to, to make that investment or that ownership of that business liquid. What then, 
would you, would you suggest, I mean, how do you approach that person from trying to put together a, a plan for them? Well, it, uh, again, in, in that situation, it really begins with uh, having some conversations about uh, what they might feel comfortable with in, in the way of, um, of investment volatility. Stock uh, investments are a great, especially, you know, high quality companies paying uh, reliable dividends that grow over time is a very good way to uh, perhaps create some income. But that is a lot different than a fixed bond, for example, where uh, you don't have volatility, especially in light of what we've experienced here the last year or so. Right. Um, so, you know, beginning to have those kinds of conversations about, uh, you know, what they're comfortable with, uh, with regards to risk and, and uh, you know, trying to set the stage for uh, creating an investment uh, portfolio that might satisfy their income needs, but also satisfy their need to have investments that that may or may not, you know, be be volatile, depending upon their risk tolerance. Yeah, because everybody, you know, ultimately, it's a, a big part of it is being able to the old uh, sage advice, you want to be able to sleep at night, right? And everybody's got right. a different tolerance that allows them to sleep at night and get rid of that anxiety. Correct. And, you know, the, the problem in today's environment is that uh, the fixed income side or the bond side, which typically um, provided uh, much lower, longer term rates of return, but, but steadier rates of return um, through yield or, or the, you know, the distribution of, a, of an interest payment to mm-hmm. the, whoever holds those bonds, those are starting to become very difficult to find uh, from, a, from a yield standpoint. And, and so uh, the, the other part of that equation is you know, what mix of stocks and bonds or other types of investments will achieve that, that yield component without again taking too much risk and you know there's a, there's a number of things that are available um, depending on the type of of investment that you're looking for but uh, it, it's still one of those things that comes down to you know what am I going to need in the way of income versus what am I willing to hold in a portfolio that that definitely will have possibly some volatility over time. Yeah. And uh, you bring up a great point there in, in terms of what somebody needs in, in terms of income. Do you find yourself as an investment advisor sitting down and kind of going through that part of the plan in terms of thinking about um, lifestyle and all that? And, and You do quite a bit. Okay. I mean, what we, we also try to do to, to arrive at you know, what's actually needed to be generated from investments. Um, we try to help people pull together different sources of income that they may be, uh, you know, may, may be receiving. Uh, Social Security comes into, into uh, that, that equation, other income producing assets that they may have. So we try to piece all that together. We actually have some, some very, um, I hate to use the word robust because everybody uses that word, but uh, some very robust software that allows us to build that that situation for clients so that uh, we can actually see how that might play out over time based upon a range of, of investment uh, returns and, you know, give them a sense that as they begin to piece that together, that, you know, in fact, it gives them confidence that uh, in fact, what they're looking for is achievable. And yeah. That's, that's, 
that's very eye-opening for for most clients. Oh, absolutely. Now, obviously, you've got to build in, you know, what what are plans for other family members, children, or charitable wishes and, and right. all those things. Do you find that from a lifestyle perspective, do people, do they tend to underestimate, overestimate, or do they really change much? What What's your experience with, yeah, with uh, that? I'm, I'm curious. It's sort of all over the board. You know, we we work as as you probably suspect we work with all kinds of clients that have done different things in their lives. Some are more detail detail oriented and um, others are not. And so uh, oftentimes it, it it's all across the board. Sometimes we have somebody that that might be a little too optimistic and we sort of have to you know bring them back to reality. And other times uh, we, we might uh, be working with somebody that's too pessimistic and and uh, also need to bring them, you know, to us to a sense that uh, maybe they're they're being a little bit too negative as far as what what's possible for them. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Do you and, and I suppose that goes to just personality and how they've you know, how they've lived. But definitely. do you do you often see people, though, re- really? Uh, significantly change their their lifestyle in retirement. I'm just curious more from a human. Found that, yeah. um, you know, it it's a fairly consistent, I think, transition. You know, people will definitely make some adjustments. Sure. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that they don't make adjustments, but I haven't really seen somebody that that has significantly pulled in their lifestyle to, in order to retire. I mean, it's just not, that's just not the, the normal situation. Yeah. Most people want to continue to do what they've probably been able to do and, and try to enjoy themselves. You know, if, they, if they feel that way and they have the option to continue working, they typically would continue working until, you know, it makes, makes more sense to them. Yeah. How do how do you help somebody kind of prepare for that, that financial anxiety as, as you get, you know, maybe just a couple of years out from retirement, that kind of thing. Well, again, it, it comes down to um, to looking at, at different scenarios. It comes down to uh, uh, trying to cover all the bases. I mean, we we talk a, a lot, obviously, uh, about, you know, risk of volatility and diversification and asset allocation interest rates. But we also spend a tremendous time addressing a lot of the other issues that surround retirement. Um, taxes, estate planning, uh, dealing with aging parents, um, Medicare, Social Security, you know, when, when is the, uh, the best time to elect Social Security? So there's a lot of different things that, you know, roll into a retirement decision. You know, we, we try to educate and inform um, using the knowledge and resources that we have. But we also, as I mentioned earlier, have an opportunity to introduce people to, with other professionals, uh, CPAs and attorneys that uh, can also help, um, you know, address some of those issues as well. Uh, we're not we're not the ultimate expert, for example, in, in taxes or uh, estate planning, but we, you know, we can be a partner in helping them, you know, address those things as they head to retirement. Yeah, that's that's such a great point that you bring up there, Chris, and I think that's something we always try to emphasize. You know, um, bring your advisors together at least once a year uh, and and do that. It makes not only is it more efficient because we're not all filtering information uh, separately, um, but it, it 
oftentimes generates a lot of great ideas as everybody sort of talks about their their different perspective and and you get that kind of diverse viewpoint because everybody's got these different areas of expertise and then you hear directly from the individual or individuals involved if it's you know family or or whatever uh as to their goals and everybody kind of you know, I've just always enjoyed those, those types of meetings and, and so much, yeah. Do you find much the same where you, you, you see that? I, you know, we have those kinds of uh, relationships with clients where we do cross advisors and work, work uh, hand in hand with the other advisors. And, you know, you, you mentioned something about, uh, you know, retirement or big changes in life, creating some stress and anxiety. And, you know, we don't want this process to be stressful. Um, yeah. uh, we want to try to help, you know, people navigate things so that they, they get better clarity and insight. And a meeting like that, uh, I think, you know, when you come out of that, it, it uh, does a, you know, a tremendous job of, of sort of giving people confidence that, uh, that they can move forward. Yeah, that's, that's a great, uh, certainly a great point. It's, it's the, uh, the feeling and the emotion that comes out of that. I think, as you said, the confidence is so much better. But uh, yeah, you see all kinds. It's interesting. I was involved in one once where a uh, you know, successful business uh, entrepreneur had built it up and run it. And his, his, uh, actually, his son was in the business. You know, came time for him to really kind of hand over the reins. And he drew all this stuff up and you know, he really never involved the son in that part of it, though. And I remember there was a meeting. I wasn't involved in it. I heard about it after the fact. Brought his son in and, and said, you know, we've got all this set up. want to execute all these things and, and you know, turn this thing over to you. And the son just looked at him and said, Dad, I have no interest in running this business. <laughs> and, and I was, that's, not a, that's not a great time to find that out, is right. it? Right. But it went back to that communication and just, you know, the son loved working there, but he just that's all he wanted to do. He had no desire to run it. So it's just it's, it's interesting. interesting, but it brings me um, speaking of, of younger folks, what, what should people, you know, I've got three 20 somethings. What should, uh, how about some advice for those, those folks looking to start their kind of journey along retirement? I've got uh, some uh, children also in their late twenties and early thirties. And, you know, it, Retirement for them seemed like a long, long way off. And, you know, it's, it's difficult at that age to begin to, quote unquote, plan for retirement. And I, I guess the, the best advice I could give them is that, you know, if you uh, do nothing else but commit to saving a little bit of money today, okay, it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a tremendous amount of money. But if you begin to be methodical, save some money today through your 20s and into your 30s, by the time you're in your, you know, mid-40s, uh, you'll be surprised at how much you've been able to accumulate. And from that point on, once you begin to think about retirement or maybe consider it, uh, especially into your 50s, all of a sudden you've got a nest egg that that can create a much easier ride into retirement from that point uh, forward. If you wait until you're considering retirement, if you wait that long to get started, uh, it becomes much, much more difficult to push that rock up the hill. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love that term you use there, be methodical about it. I think that's a great approach. Like you said, it doesn't doesn't have to be a lot, you know, early on, but just 
get started, right? Be, the, be consistent. Yes, absolutely. And the biggest thing that they have on their side right now is, is time. Yeah. The ability to compound, you know, earnings and interest and, and, and whatever they're investing in in order to compound that over time is, is their biggest asset at this point. So that's, that's what they have to really take advantage of. Yeah. Well, that's, that's certainly sage advice, uh, Chris, and greatly appreciate you having you on. I could, I could see where somebody would really benefit, obviously sitting down with an advisor like yourself, you know, helping kind of just talk through these things and, and relieve yeah. some of that anxiety. You've got a very uh, calming presence about you, which is, which is great. That's what you need. Well, you know, I mean, knowledge and expertise is certainly critical you know, for us to be successful in working with clients, but uh, uh, really caring about people and putting them in their needs first is, is I think, paramount. And, you know, I think you know, we have a, a pretty good reputation uh, in the industry, and, but it, it really starts with, with that, uh, making sure that, uh, you know, you do right by people and they, they, they understand that you really care about the outcome of, of, uh, you know, what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very well said. And, uh, uh if you want more business tips and insight or to hear previous episodes of unsuitable, visit our podcast page at www.raycpa.com slash podcast. And while you're there, sign up for exclusive content and show notes. Thanks for listening to this week's show. Be sure to subscribe to Unsuitable on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to us right now, including YouTube. I'm Doug Hauser. Join us next week for another Unsuitable interview from an industry professional. The views expressed on Unsuitable on Ray Radio are our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Ray and Associates. The podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to replace the professional advice you would receive elsewhere. Consult with a trusted advisor about your unique situation so they can expertly guide you to the best solution for your specific circumstance.